Good evening, everybody. So, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? And I'm using we because I like to speak in third person and also because I feel like there's a lot of me that exists. That was a deep breath. Getting people ready for what we're about to bring forward. So my name is Mark. Mark Chama Shower. And welcome to Journey with Mark. What I'm calling this today really is a raw cast. And the reason I'm saying that is because the whole week, not a week, it's actually been more than a week. My whole life, I've always wanted to be on radio. And I've always been navigating and planning and trying to decide how best can Mark get into the radio industry. Thank God for the digital world because it's given me the opportunity to say, actually, I can start something. Actually, I can get the conversation going. And actually, I can do this. Where am I going with all of this? Today's episode, as I said, it's a raw cast. So I'm going off the bat. I've got a few notes written down and I'm sharing this with the viewers because, well, listeners, you can't see me, but my hope is that you can feel me. That's what this is all about. This podcast really is going to be talking about identity. It's going to be talking about the journeys that you take to identify where you stand. And I'm using Mark as an example. So again, Who is Mark? Who is Mark Chama Shower? So let me tell you a story. Mark, born in some time in the 90s in a little town called Kitwe in Zambia. Exact time was around about 18.35 p.m. So I like to look at myself as a night owl. And it's funny because I'll share my story of how that's gradually changed through the podcast. This child called Mark was born and it was a glorious time, an amazing time. His mom and dad, Mr. and Mrs. Shower were excited. They, they were joyous. They did all the stuff that they could do. I can't remember, to be honest. I wasn't there. Well, I was, but I wasn't. Well, I wasn't consciously there, but I was there. And the birth of my identity began there. Before my own choices, before my own bias, my parents had a plan for me. My parents had a dream for me. They had a vision for me. And where I am today and where I stand today probably isn't how it was meant to have gone. But looking back at the journey, if I was to be asked, would I do it again? It's a little bit tough. But where I am today, I'll definitely say yes, because there's a lot of lessons. Let's go back to the story. So identity. And there's a couple of people here who I believe have been listening 
or have been waiting or have been seeing me on different social platforms talking about Africanacity. And people have been asking me, Mark, why the Duke life? And my real response is, why not? So I'm talking about identity and I'm talking about the identity of Mark and the birth of Mark and reason why Africa has become the platform. Africa has become the place where Mark sets his feet and Mark tells his story. I had to drink a little bit of water there, viewers. Listeners, I need to get used to this. This is raw. So just understand, bear with me. We're going to get better. We're going to get more exciting. We're going to do all those, all those, wow, wow. Yes, I am human. And sometimes English runs away from me. Remember, English is not of Africa, but English is something that has spread through Africa. So Africa really chose Mark. Africa chose me. And what does that mean for me? What does that mean for each and every person when they're asked, where are you from? So I said that I'm from a little city in Zambia. What's even a little town? A little city. Kitwe. In Zambia. So I'm Mark Shower, Mark Chama Shower, the Zambian born in Kitwe, of the Ngoni tribe of the Eastern province, whose direct descendants are actually linked to the Zulus. So probably why I'm in South Africa is because I'm coming back to the roots. And this is what we're trying to bring about. When I say we, the, just understand, bear with me here. There's many voices that are in my head. and we speak at different times because, I mean, you are body, you are soul, you are spirit, you are mind. And there could be multiple personalities that exists and they align to a particular truth, which aligns to your identity. And I'm coming back to the story of identity and the birth of the identity of Mark, the African, Mark, the Zambian, because Africa chose me. So when someone asks me, Mark, what does Africa mean to you or what does it mean to be African for me it means that I am chosen by Africa born where humankind began I am an heir to the beginning of humankind and I mean even the scientists can actually say we can bring the scientists archaeologists and they'll say that the first homo sapiens came from Africa. And I'm using this in that particular tone because yes, that is how they would say it if you were on a news channel. <laughs> but no, you're on my podcast. And again, I want to thank you guys for actually tuning in and listening because I'm bringing my voice. I'm bringing my story because my journey as an African has an impact to another African. I have a vision. And my vision really is to have a connected and inclusive Africa where we all can be ourselves. We all can share our truths. 
without judgment, without being left behind, but building each other as a community. And yes, I am saying Africa, but this does not mean I'm excluding the world. What I'm trying to do really, before anyone says, all lives matter, no. I'm saying, as an African, be proud of where you come from. I'm going to go into a little bit of storytelling because this dwells very deep for me. This is something I've struggled with, and maybe you've struggled with it too. Growing up in Zambia, my parents were well off, are well off, they're still alive. And they made it their utmost best to make sure that myself and my siblings get the best education that they can get. And we're lucky enough that we had the resources. We're lucky enough that we, we had the opportunity. Um, but little did we know that it also does come with a ripple effect. And the ripple effect is really integration into society. One of the questions I've always got a lot of times in my life is, Mark, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from Zambia. And they're like, but you don't sound black. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Wait a, wait a minute. What does that mean that I don't sound black? They're like, you know, you don't sound African. You actually sound American. And I'm like, okay, um, I haven't set foot in America. Um, and maybe I've just watched a lot of stuff on TV and read a lot of books. And, you know, because of linguistics and as a child, when you're growing up, Hearing is one of your best attributes and you pick up a lot of stuff through what you hear. So I was lucky enough to be able to listen to shows that were from America or from Britain or England, depending on how they are. No Brexit. Oh wait, there's Brexit. Yes. So depending on, on Brexit, I don't know what would be politically correct to say right now. So forgive me for the people that are listening all the way in the UK I'm not so clued up on what it means at the moment, but I will say England, or I will say Great Britain as according to how, as a Zambian, I got to learn my history and how we were colonized by the British. So yes, I had that opportunity, but it came with, the, it came, it came with its own form of consequences. And as I mentioned that, people would always identify me as not being black enough or not being African enough. Why? Because the way I speak sounds so eloquent. You sound so not African. And I would ask, what does, it, what does an African sound like? Because that's an interesting question. I still don't know till this day. No one has told me. What does an African sound like? Because I believe that we have got different dialects. We have got different ways of speaking. And in that way, we create an understanding. When I think of the indigenous languages, you know, so I, I'm lucky enough, again, because of my parents, I thank them every, every other day, even though I don't tell them. So mom and dad, shout out to you. If you do listen, I hope you're listening. Um, the opportunity to have traveled, the opportunity to have learned cultures. And you've always said that learn a culture before you can bring in your own beliefs. What does that mean? I was speaking to my mom today and I'm talking about indigenous languages. And the reason I'm talking about that is 
because I'm not the most fluent at my own indigenous languages. So people would ask, Mark, how can you say you're African? You don't even know the languages of your country. And I mean, I used to be so, so scared. You used to be afraid to speak. Um, I can understand. And Bemba is the language of my mother. So that comes more from the northern province of Zambia. And you'll hear a lot of Bemba in Lusaka. And there's Nyanja, which is from my father's side, on the eastern side, and the Copper Belt, um, which is where all the mines are in Zambia. Well, I hope they're still there. It gets really awkward if they're not. Um, the mines are still there, I believe. And I asked her today, Mom, in Bemba, what would togetherness mean? And she told me two things. And for the Zambian listeners that are there, please don't crucify me if I don't say this the correct way. Remember, I have not spoken Bemba in a really, really, really long time. I left Zambia at the age of 11. And I'll share that in another podcast when I'm getting you guys to really get to know who Mark is. So this is a raw cast. And the reason it's raw is because I'm sharing it from my heart. I'm sharing it from my mind. I'm sharing it from my spirit and just letting things flow because with all the planning, sometimes you get lost in it and you lose the authenticity of what message you're trying to bring about, which is who I am, which is identity and which is Africa. So she told me the first one was Ukumfwana. Now for the people that are Bemba speaking and listening, Ukumfwana means to listen or to understand each other. And that's so profound because it's an action. It's not just anything. It's not just, so So when we think of the word English, um, oh my God, almost got lost there. When we think of the word understanding in English, what does that mean? What does it mean to put into action understanding? But when we get into our indigenous languages and we say it, and I'm going to say this, ukumfwana means understanding each other, listening to each other. There is an action there. There's more meaning when you hear it in that indigenous language. Why? Because that came with intention. That came with consciousness that why should we listen to each other? Why should we understand each other? Because together we are better. Because together we can. And my call really is, as Africans, together can we? Because I believe we can. But it will start with us listening to each other so that we can understand each other. And the second one, my goodness, this is beautiful. I'm getting goosebumps right now. Um, not because of the cold, okay, a little bit because of the cold. <laughs> but I'm getting goosebumps because of what my mom told me. And this one is going to be a little bit harder to pronounce. So please, again, Zambian listeners, forgive me. But for those people that haven't heard Bemba before, it's the phrase is Ubwana Anina. So I'll repeat it again in case you want to also pick it up. Ubwana Anina. So Ubwana is children. Anina is related generally to a woman or mother, most particularly mother. And it actually means children of one mother. And she said that is what 
togetherness looks like. Um, and the reason I said this podcast, this podcast is going to have a lot of feels. It's going to have a lot of things that you'll hear. And when you close your eyes and listen to some things, I hope that you'll get to see the things that I'm saying in your own context, where you come from, in your language, in the things that resonate with you. And for me, it's, 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 it's such an amazing thing when we think of children of one mother and I think of the universe and I think of mother nature and I think of how Africa is known as, you know, the mother continent, continent, continent. Wow. English again. It's okay. There's different forms of English, but we think about it and we, we, we look at this and, and, and let's just try and visualize this. Africa is the birthplace of humankind. And when we look at it from anatomy, a woman is the one who gives birth. So now, doesn't that just let you feel as if you're a child of this mother called Africa? And they say, Mama Africa. I've heard this saying before, Mama Africa. You know, it's, it's such a big thing when we think about mothers, when we think about the connection that we have with our mothers. And then now let us think about that connection and think of it as a connection that we have with Africa. And think about the relationship we've got with our moms. And are we still connected? Are we still rooted in Africa? A lot of things have happened in Africa. A lot of things. And the podcast is definitely going to be unpacking these things. So I will be getting into the depths. And it's not just going to be me. I'm bringing in a tribe of people. And, and I've gone back to the word tribe because, again, it's so raw. It's such a raw word when you say tribe. Yes, we've heard family. You know, there's family that we're born into. And, you know, there is family that we choose. And when I say tribe... You know, I think of families of the same values. Um, when we look at historically how tribes were built, yes, there was war. Yes, there was fighting and a little bit of taking over and conquering. But they came together with purpose. They came together and said, you're one of us. And maybe your identity was stolen. It's unfortunate when someone does take away your identity but when they still give you purpose, even in this new identity, there's a beautiful thing that can happen. For me, I struggled a lot with identity. I struggled with being called a coconut because of how I speak. I struggled with being called an Oreo. What does that mean? You're white on the inside, but black on the outside. So I couldn't relate with other Africans. And that was particularly difficult. That was extremely hard. Growing up, I left Zambia at the age of 11. And a bigger journey came in and I went to Zimbabwe. I did my part of my primary there at my high school. And it was so crazy. My first day, my parents dropping me off at Rhodes Estate Preparatory School in 2002 and driving off and me knowing that I don't have a cell phone. I'm not going to be able to contact them. I don't know anyone here. I don't even know the Ndebele language. 
How am I going to survive? So you can imagine an 11-year-old now needs to grow up fast and learn even faster so that one, he can understand the culture that he's in and the people that he's around and two, be able to adapt and be able to understand and be able to relate. However, it didn't obviously happen as easily because we have the ego that steps in that wants to show who they are, but they're not yet really sure of who they are. And, you know, I struggled with that. And I don't know about you, if you've struggled with identity, one, because of color, two, because of how you sound like, um, and probably you're still struggling with it now. And there will be an episode where we're unpacking identity and color. So this, as I keep on saying, is a raw cast because I'm speaking out of the rawness of my heart. I've had conversations with so many beautiful people and amazing people on LinkedIn about their journeys. And most of them are from Africa and a good number of them have even got different heritages outside of Africa, Italy, Greece, um, the UK, Spain, there's a lot of people, Portugal, and yet they're born on African soils and still identify as Africans because they have got, they had Africa choose them. And what I'm saying really is Africa's chosen you. So what does it mean for you to be African? A lot of people right now are probably expecting, well, African music to be playing. Um, yeah, I was going to play a little bit of that, but copyrights, guys need to check yourself. I'm in cybersecurity for a reason and privacy. So it's important to understand where or what music you can have. And I've spoken to people, and this is me putting them on. I've spoken to people from the Netherlands and they're called Chill Hop Radio. You can check them out on YouTube. You can check them out on Spotify. Um, you can check them out on Instagram, Chill Hop Music. And they have taken certain parts that have helped groom the identity that I am or that I have now and continually learning in this new identity of the philosophies of Japanese discipline and integrating it with music such as jazz, such as hip hop. And this is music that you feel. This is music that you don't just listen to, but it gets you into that space of feeling. And it gets you into that space where you're like, okay, what is this? And you begin to hone in to your center. I found my center in this music and I found this a while back. And yeah, I was giving you a little bit of a snippet. I don't know how great this is going to sound, but to be honest, this is some of the stuff you're going to be hearing as I get along. And just for a few seconds, because I'm coming to the end, really, is if you're going to be able to just listen and just begin to feel. The song it's called Blankets by Phantom Power. And it's ironic because it talks about Phantom Power. 
So right now, wherever you are in the world, I want you to just close your eyes and think about your roots. Think about the journey that you've been on and where you are at now. This is a call to being present, a call to being aware, a call to look inside and see who you are. Be your authentic self. Just take some deep breaths. What power lies in you? And how are you gonna choose to use that power? For me, I choose to serve Africa. I choose to serve the globe. I am an African citizen. I am Zambian and I'm proud of my continent. And I'm gonna start sharing my story and I'm gonna start sharing my voice. And if this resonates with you that your story can inspire someone, I say, let's get on it. As Africans, let's unite. As Africans, let's listen to each other. So just for a few seconds, we're reaching to the end of the raw cast. And my belief, my vision is we can. And I've started the hashtag thank. And I want to thank my conscious digital strategist for making this hashtag real. And if it resonates with you, I hope it can resonate with more people. So when people ask you, can Africa unite? You can just tell them Afrikan and stand proud on that because I believe it. Boom. You might have just thought I ended it there, right? <laughs> nope. Um, so yes, welcome to Journey with Mark. And it's funny that I'm saying it at the end. Thank you for listening. To each and every person, share what you can share. Reach out when you can reach out. And I'm still obviously coming to grips with how to subscribe. But this is going to be available on Spotify, going to be available on Apple, going to be available on all of those other platforms. So please do join in. Please do subscribe. Um, I'm still new with this. I really am still new with this. So just bear with me, guys. Bear with me. And we're going to have more of these. And we're also going to have more people at some point. Let's see where the universe takes us. So for the people that listened, for the people that enjoyed, this is my gift to you. A journey with Mark, a platform where Africans can share their stories and be their authentic selves. Because I'm inspired by their stories and that helps me to inspire others.